What's up, nerds? Welcome to Nintendo Power Block for November 21st, 2017. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Deary, and alongside me, as always, that retro code, Edward Varnell. Nintendo Plock. Nintendo Plock. <laughs> Nintendo Block. What? Nintendo Power Block. <laughs> I'm trying to do Bayonetta and I fail. <laughs> wow. Fail. Fail. Ed, you failed. Can we take that from the top? No, you failed. Thank you. <laughs> nope, that's going in the show. Answer <laughs> two tokens to uh, continue. <laughs> tokens? What? Yeah. We had tokens, like uh, Atlantis Castle. Yeah, tokens, I, they didn't I'm have quarters. Kidding. I'm just kidding. Tokens. How's it going, Ed? It's going good, Corey. Um, it's Monday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yep. we recording because <laughs> trust me, yesterday night after everybody, cl- I clocked, dude. I was out yesterday night. I was just like, I'm not about to make it. I'm not about to press power on the PS4. I'm not about to do <laughs> nothing. Took my till literally to bed. Yeah, yeah. It, it was funny. Uh, got to work a little bit late, like four minutes late. Um, wasn't too bad. <laughs> when I got out the door, my boss manager just got out the door too. <laughs> we just like we both late today. <laughs> oh, I was like I I was like four minutes late to work today too. I think, but that's all right. I got there before everybody else, so it really doesn't matter. Shh. Uh, yeah, man, I'm tired. I'm, I'm so tired. Uh, we had a we had a late night last night with with Arsenal X and uh, talking to the Sony uh, customer support because they charged my account for a year of PlayStation Plus, which like, yeah, I do need PlayStation Plus, but I didn't approve the the charge, and it was just like, it's on it's it's a matter of principle, so. I mean, th- how long it's probably going to take, it, I probably should have just left it and been like, mm, okay, sure. I'm sorry. Well, people don't know. So they, you guys will have to watch our new show, Expansion Pass. Yeah. For Arsenal X. Yeah, yes. we're we're trying something out too. So, like, uh, we're not doing one for Power Block this week, but Mm-mm. for our uh, console-based shows, uh, so Power Block... Nerds Gone Platinum and Arsenal X. We're doing uh, YouTube-specific shows, uh, kind of like a extra topic with the the crew for like uh, YouTube-only type discussions. So uh, whether it's something in the news or something that's kind of on a lot of people's mind, or you know, just a just a general whatever, you know, like just a, it's just going to be like an extra topic for us to talk about and have a YouTube-specific discussion. And a way for us to get your opinion on specific topics without, you know, breaking up the podcast or, or, you know, we, we just want something for our YouTube, uh, specific audience. So if you want to check something out, go to, uh, the nerds gone rogue YouTube page, subscribe, share all that stuff. And, uh, you can check out our new, our new, uh, segments. So I'm pretty excited. Our first one kind (laughs) of. on the negative side, but that's okay. It's uh, about Sony's customer support and how awful it was the last, yesterday. <laughs> uh, today, it wasn't too bad, though. So, I mean, it took took me like 20 minutes to do, but thir- maybe 25 minutes to do, but it was just, it was just annoying. So, uh, 
check out uh, Arsenal X's expansion pass for the uh, the full story. And, uh, you know, it was kind of anticlimactic today, though, on Power Block, but that's okay. It's all right. Everything worked out, sort of, I think. So I'll probably have my money back within, like, a week or maybe two. Hopefully it's a week, but... Ah, oh, man. You'll get it by Friday if the banks are open. I hope so, man. I hope so. Like, I really do. Well, Sony said two to three days for them, and then my bank's usually pretty good about getting refunds in, like, right away. So, yeah. Pretty excited, I think, maybe. <laughs> so Yes! Oh, but, Ed, what have you been playing? Oh, so everybody, uh, last week you guys seen my Pokemon 2DS, and I finally got it up and going, and so I started off with uh, Fire Emblem Shadow of Valacia. Um, Really good game. Love the voice acting. Uh, I kind of forgot that. I don't think it does the, when you're next to a person, uh, you two join up in battle. I don't think they do that in this game. No. Um, I know. Okay. So I like, made the mistake. You're talking about like in Fates when you could like like uh, put two like people together up. and like be able to have different tactics based on like their movesets and stuff. And, you know, they kind of grow together. Well, a- yeah. Like if you if you set them set like like set them uh, beside each other, um, they're both into the battle and attack. Yeah. Uh yeah. I mean I didn't get I mean I got kind of far in uh echoes, but like here's the thing. The switch was out and like I was like, Yeah, I can't it I got this shiny new toy here. I can't really be bothered with the three D S right now. <laughs> but uh yeah, I didn't I if you can do that, I mean, friend of show Ray Sorio would know better than, than I would right now. Uh yeah. But I didn't get that far, so uh, yeah, I only, I only got to like the first fight, um, when the kids are in the woods in okay. the night that one man come. So I stopped right there, um, and I did save it. Um, I meant to bring my Pokemon, but I didn't. So I'm going to try to start that sometime this week and report back on that because I know a lot of people have started up and stuff. So I do want to play that. Um, played a little bit of Final Fantasy 12. Uh, that's that's my like main console game that I'm playing until a little bit later on. Uh, once Corey gets Assassin's Creed Origins, um, I'm gonna play that. I am gonna t- return to Wolfenstein too, but I'm gonna do that at a, at a later date. Um, and then hopefully Black Friday, I can pick up some games and stuff and prepare myself for Xenoblade Chronicles X. I mean, Xenoblade Chronicles 2 for next Friday. Yes, yes. Oh, man, dude, I'm I'm really worried that Amazon's not going to fulfill my order. Like, I... That sucks. I know, and it's like, I'm not going to know until, like, two days before because, like, they, you, you, they don't process your order until, you know, it's ready to be shipped, right? So mm-hmm. they, like, won't tell you <laughs> if you pre-ordered it that your pre-order would be canceled until, like, a week before it comes out. So, like... My fingers are crossed, man, and I, I really hope I'm able to get it. But, like, either way, I'm so excited for Xenoblade 2. Uh, I've I've been playing Zelda, and I did the Xenoblade 2 uh, DLC thing. 
and like just seeing that the outfit on Link got me really excited for Xenoblade. I'm just like, look, I've been, I've been, I, in downloading the Horizon DLC, I've played, I've been playing Zelda, and it's just like, I can't wait for another big, huge, kind of sprawling game to explore. And I know Xenoblade's like twice as big as both those games put together, but uh, man, that game. Yeah, I can't wait, I know. man. I can't wait. So yeah, and I'm gonna be a little bit more dedicated than Xenoblade Chronicles X. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> just once, the, once again, games was just dropping it for all all the consoles, and I was just getting them, and you know, jumping from game to game. I'm just like, I gotta start doing that. I know that these games are hot. I want to stay current, but I'm like, my backlog is too long, so I need to start working on that and finish it. So this game, I'm definitely gonna uh, stick on track on. Even like with Fire Emblem Warriors, like I need to hop back on that and finish it. Yeah, I need to finish it too. Like I didn't, I haven't gotten very far in that game at all because like a week after that, Odyssey came out exactly and like i've been i'm still like chipping away at that i'm not it's <laughs> I'm, I'm in this kind of gaming funk where like you know my my birthday's coming up i've mentioned this a couple times on the show but like my birthday's coming up so like a lot of the bigger releases the last couple weeks i haven't been able to play because i'm getting them for my birthday i think so mm-hmm. like you know assassin's creed origins is like the big one i really really want to dive into but also like rhyme is coming and like i want to i want to be able to play through that on switch and like i know a lot of reviewers are having issues with it but there is a day one patch that's supposed to fix the issues that the reviewers were having so Mm -hmm. uh, i guess they had like a really really tough time porting that game to switch and i wonder why yeah like i don't know i i guess it just depends on like the engines they're using and like how easy it is to move assets and code over to like the new system or whatever. But Mm -hmm. like, I don't know, man, they just kind of on the struggle bus for that game. But, uh, cause it was, it was supposed to come out with the other versions and then it got delayed like a month and then it got delayed two more months because I think it was supposed to come back out in like August or September. Yeah, it was originally. And and they pushed it back. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but I'm really excited for Rhyme either way. Like, I think that that game probably, like, it looks like it fits on a Nintendo console, you know? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, like, even if it's a little messed up when it comes out, like, I'm sure there'll be a patch. A lot of the companies who've released games have been really good about patching stuff, so. Yeah, it's it's one game I think maybe Target and Best Buy GameStop got. It's one of those games that not all stores are going to get it. I don't know why, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, again, I, I ordered mine off Amazon. Well, my wife ordered it for me. So, like, I'm going to be playing Rhyme and Batman also. So, uh, pretty excited. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited uh, to, to dive into some new games. And Wolfenstein also. Uh, although I still need to finish the the new order, I've been really bad at trying to finish games when sequels are coming out. <laughs> yeah, I I need to finish the first one too. So, I don't know how far I'm gonna get into new order before Friday, but. Shoot, I'm just gonna 
I'm like, I might as well just power through the second one. Um, and I'm not going to change it to easy. I'm going to keep it on normal. Oh, I know a lot of people it, have. it on easy, dude. I don't, I don't have time to sit there and die 30 times in one area. I, <laughs> I, I, I rather, you know, be man enough and go to the main challenge and just be like, hey, like I'll do easy if there's like secrets that need to be found. But if I'm just like literally want a real challenge, I'll just do it on normal. Cause that's what I did with Titanfall. I did it on normal. Um, didn't do nothing easy. Was getting my tail kicked at one of the bosses, but I'm like, when I beat him, it was one of those feel good moments. So, yeah. Uh, hey, you been playing anything else though? Um, not on my not on my one until Assassin's Creed Origins until like you get it. Um, but other than that, yeah, I haven't really been like diving into anything else just yet. Um, no, Final Fantasy 12 right now, console wise, has taken kind of priority. And I was supposed to start It'll Do 2, but even like I still got It'll Do 2 and Doom still wrapped up. I'm like, oh, I need to start these games. And then uh, Friday, Thursday or Friday, if there's any more FIFA 18s at uh, Best Buy or something, I'll pick that up so I can have that. Yeah, there's a dude, there's so many good Black Friday deals. Uh, well, this is the weird thing. I'm going all the way to Wisconsin Friday to do my Black Friday shopping. I don't I don't do much Black Friday in Illinois besides get a camera. Other than that, I do most of my like video game shopping in Wisconsin cuz it's Texas cheaper. And I'm like only like 30 minutes away, so <sighs> nice. Nice. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's been just, I've been just jumping around, man. I haven't really had a lot of time to play games. I've been, I've been playing Zelda, trying to do the master trial stuff again. Uh, arms, I've been, I've been playing a little bit of arms again, uh, Odyssey. And then, you know, my wife and I have been playing Mario Kart just because mm -hmm. that game is super fun and, uh, but yeah, I th that's really it. I haven't really been like, I haven't really been able to just to sit and dive into some games, you know, for like hours at a time. But you know, I got a I got a big weekend coming up, so yeah, hopefully I'll be able to <laughs> play some games. Yeah, hoping to do that Saturday. Uh, since uh, I'm off from work, like I work Black Friday, I work Thursday and Black Friday, but I'm like in the morning, so like. When I get off like Friday, I'm <laughs> skedaddling <laughs> to the house. Be like, oh, okay. I'm like, I got a whole, not a whole weekend, but I got the rest of Friday and Saturday off to just straight game, right? And do whatever. Oh, man, games. Not yes. not enough time. Not enough money. <laughs> well, shoot, I I know for me, I need to work on my Xbox One and my PS4. I need to get those games done so I can get them off my system. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you? What are you going to do? Uh, I'm, I'm going to uh, put myself in crazy trouble by getting more games. Like Bioshock, uh, the Bioshock collection, I think you said, was like 15 bucks. Like, yeah. 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 Uh, I'm not going to go through all of it, but like, GameSpot has like a really, really great breakdown of of uh, holiday deals or Black mm -hmm. Friday deals, and like they have it separate. They have each list. They have it separated by store, and then 
you get you can either search search it by store by system or by like hardware and accessories and then software like they do so many breakdowns and it's really good so uh you know i, I guess i can pull some of them up uh first for switch at least um game spot switch black friday deals because i was looking at it earlier so it's already there <laughs> uh hopefully this video doesn't stop or start playing uh like like one two switch is is 20 bucks at toys r us 25 at best buy telltale batman's 20 bucks binding of isaac is 20 bucks uh cars 3 is 30 the sky of 5 is like the big one is 20 bucks this week uh fifa 18 is 20 at best buy and 30 at toys r us uh zelda explorers edition is 40 bucks at walmart uh the lego mo the or the lego games are 15 bucks minecraft stuff is 15 bucks uh monopoly and puyo puyo tetris are 20 bucks rayman legend is 20 bucks uh Sonic Forces is twenty five bucks. Bomberman's twenty five bucks. So like, there's a ton of games on sale. It's really good, especially like Zelda for forty and and yeah, uh, you know some of the some of the other games like The Sky of Five for twenty bucks is a great deal. <laughs> Dragon Ball. I know a lot of people are into Dragon Balls twenty bucks this week. So a lot of a lot of great Switch games for twenty bucks on Black Friday. So yes, a lot of accessories and, uh... and starter kits are on sale too like the power a uh the pro controllers not the not the official nintendo ones but those wired ones the mario and zelda wired ones mm -hmm. uh, are 25 bucks uh the racing wheels are six bucks <laughs> i'm thinking of picking up another xbox controller yeah uh i need to get i should probably get one of those too i only have one whoops see that video started playing that ad so start playing PlayStation sounds in the back. Uh, but yeah, there's so many, there's a lot of deals out there. So uh, GameStop has a huge breakdown of everything. So uh, yeah. Yeah. And then we're going to have our holiday guides coming out. What next week, I think. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to have uh, things ready for that. Um, if you guys have any games that you would like to suggest or even in peripherals or stuff, or even importing, um, email us at nintendopowerblock at gmail.com or um, post them on our Facebook page. Yeah. Um, you know, guys, help me out. It's a community thing. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm going to, I think I'm going to work on mine either tonight or tomorrow. Uh, tonight, I, we're recording next week's NGR uh, 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 early this week because of. of you know thanksgiving and everything so mm -hmm. um i'll probably have time to do it tomorrow or or, or wednesday i want to get it out maybe i'll maybe i'll try to get at least one part of it out by thursday because i know a lot of people are going to go shopping thursday night or friday so yeah like i'm doing my shopping uh friday after work yeah so, so and i know some of the games that Best Buy is gonna have, uh, cause I normally go to Best Buy first before. I, like mostly, most of the Target stuff that I do, it's like mostly for a new camera that I get at Target. Like they got some, they'll put like a Sony camera that's like a hundred or a hundred fifty some dollars for like about forty five bucks. So um, that's what I normally do. And then 
I don't think I need to go to GameStop. I think only thing I need to do is uh, pay for my Xenoblade Chronicle stuff and then pretty much go from there. Pay for it, walk out, and be like, bye. Yeah. <sighs> Man, dude, I'm just like, bah! Sorry. I'm sorry, everybody, if I sound like my throat is like really sore from from yesterday and this just this past weekend. It's just like coming off a little bit of sickness and then doing, you know, two podcasts yesterday and probably two today. So <laughs> ah, I apologize in advance. Uh, but all right, let's get, yeah, get. Some, let's get into some of these news bits. Right. News, 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 Our first little bit of news, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild won the ultimate game of the year at the Golden Joystick Awards. Yes. So pretty good for that. Gaming award season is coming, and Nintendo will fancy its chances of scooping up quite a few uh, today, the golden or this was written a couple days ago. So, uh, the Golden Joysticks Awards in London, with the UK event being rather interesting, relying mo- almost exclusively on public votes. Uh, with that in mind, Nintendo's wins are certainly very welcome. With the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild taking the top award and four in total, while Pokemon Sun and Moon are also also joined in. Uh, for the record, the cutoff for the golden joysticks uh is october 15th so anything that came out after october 15th in 2016 is also uh they Inclu- they can also they're also included in the in the awards so uh pokemon sun and moon from last year uh so that's so that means theoretically nintendo could win another golden joystick award next year for mario odyssey <laughs> so yeah uh what what were you gonna say sorry i said yeah because of odyssey yeah uh so the awards that nintendo cleaned up yesterday or this weekend were uh best audio for breath of the wild uh studio of the year nintendo epd which is the developer of breath of the wild uh handheld mobile game of the year pokemon sun and moon nintendo game of the year breath of the wild Critics Choice Award, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, (laughs) and Ultimate Game of the Year, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yes. So, yay! I knew it. I knew it. Yes. I mean, not surprising. Zelda's Zelda's amazing. I mean, we've been very vocal about how Zelda is pretty much our game of the year, hands down. You know, I, I, I know a couple people on NGR staff have other picks, which is, which, you know, fair enough. Uh, yeah. Horizon deserves a lot of praise too, which it's going to be a battle dude that, that on, on the NGR show, like it's no, no joke that uh, the game of the year is going to come down between Zelda and horizon. Like just no doubt. Yeah. And I, I feel bad that Horizon's going to lose because yeah i do too as, as i mean as good as horizon is horizon didn't change the video game landscape like breath of the wild has done no but i mean it did change like a lot of things for me in terms of viewing sony's exclusives you know like 
it Horizon is Sony's best exclusive they put out probably in the last 15 years. Yes. Down. Like, you know, I, I've been very vocal about well, it. I, I, well, yeah, I can agree because I think at least like the last for, two generations. Well, I, I think for me, um, when it comes to like, uh, Sony's first person, first person, uh, first party exclusives, um, I will give it like PlayStation Three. I will give it to Heavy Rain. I think that was the best PlayStation exclusive for PlayStation Three. Um, and uh, not Injustice, but um, Infamous. Infamous. Infamous Two was good, but I feel like Heavy Rain did something with story and narrative, and I think it did something way better that The Last of Us couldn't like could never do. Yeah. Uh, that's that's just my opinion and then with playstation 4 it, it's actually a tie for me the last guardian and horizon zero dawn like they both did and this is just personally for me they both did something um very well on sony's platform mm-hmm. you know and they were those both of those games well, I perform, to me, I performs Bloodborne, I performs Uncharted Four, um, just performs a whole bunch of games that that has come out of Sony's uh, systems. Yeah, yeah, I like for me, I think two of <laughs> two of like PlayStation 4's best games came out this year. I think you know Gravity Rush Two is one of those games. I think it's severely underrated. Yeah, um, I heard really good things about that. Uh, I know you talked it up, but I heard other people say really good things about it. Yeah, so like, I I think Gravity Rush Two is is really underrated, and like Horizon is just no like I I haven't played Heavy Rain, and like you know I love Infamous. I think Infamous is great. I think mm-hmm. for that genre, Infamous is in in a kind of like a league of its own in terms of superhero open world yeah. games, but like. I don't know, man. Gorilla is they 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 did something special with Horizon, and I think a lot of people were pleasantly surprised with how good Horizon turned out. You know, especially <laughs> like after how great the Order looked when it was first debuted, and and how cool it looked, and then it being delayed six months, and Horizon was delayed in a for a similar amount of time, and came out in a mm-hmm. similar. Uh, window that the order did and maybe people were thinking like I hope this isn't another order situation and it just it turned out like way better even though no, I, even though I think like the order is super interesting and I love those characters and like the world they built the game the gameplay just... fails yeah so uh, yeah but yeah anyways back to <laughs> Zelda Zelda for me is is my game of the year even though Horizon is like a close second me well and that's why i think i feel like horizon is to prehistoric tomb raider where i feel like breath of the wild yeah took some open world themes and gameplay ideas and stuff and you know anuma anuma mentioned that that he played some other open world games but i think once you listen to that talk and i keep telling people i'm like go on youtube and listen to that uh uh, GD, um, GD, GDC uh, talk about Breath of the Wild and they break everything down which makes 
which makes Breath of the Wild more interesting, and you kind of get why it's a game of the year mm-hmm. for some for some of us. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I can't wait for that show, man. I'm like everybody's list, like three through five, is going to be super interesting. Yeah, and like I know Hellblade's going to be on a, a few lists, or you know, I I th- actually I think I'm the only one that's played it. Like Hellblade, yeah. Uh, I know Je- I know Jesse White, he beat it and he likes it. Uh, I mean, he loves it. Like, that's his game of the year. Um, I haven't picked it up yet because um, yeah. I, I still need to pick that up. Um, still need to pick up, like, the Frozen Legacy uh, for Horizon and uh, the Lost, not Frozen Legacy, the, the Frozen thing for <laughs> Horizon. And uh, I know this is not a PlayStation podcast. And uh, the Uncharted Lost Legacy, I need to pick up. I do want to play. Uh, do I do want to. I mean, I mean, I I'm brought the kidding. game. I mean, kidding. I brought the game. And they said that one is actually better than Uncharted 4. Why? So. I mean, I believe that because, like, just for the amount of time. <laughs> The game, the, the game length itself makes it better. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I shouldn't say that. Uncharted Four is a great game. I just Uncharted not, Four needs editing. Uncharted Four needs to be about two thirds as long as it was, and there's a lot of filler. And for me, there's a lot of filler and all that kind of stuff. But we've had that discussion before. So moving on, moving on. Before I go on, we go on another tangent. <laughs> uh, Ed, another major game has been announced for Nintendo Switch. Uh, wait, what? Sega's Valkyrie Cro- Valkyria Chronicles Four is marching towards Nintendo Switch. <gasps> what? Even though we never got a proper localization of Valkyria Chronicles uh, Three, and Valkyria Chronicles Two is stuck on the PSP Vita, one of those systems. So, oh wow! Uh, the tactical RPG sequel is launching on PS4, Xbox One, and also the Nintendo Switch. Set in a fic- uh, fictional world which <laughs> resembles World War One era Europe, Valkyria Chronicles Four sees the return of the canvas graphics engine as well as legendary composer Hiroshi Sakamoto, whose stir- who's stirring tunes accompanied uh, previous installments in the series, not to mention such titles as Final Fantasy Tactics, uh, Radiant Silver Gun, Odin Sphere, and Gradius V. So, uh, that's pretty exciting. I yeah, am I... always... Dude, Valkyria Chronicles was so good. Like, I bought, I didn't play it when it came to PS3, but I played the remaster when it came to PS4. That game is so good. Like, I've never played it. Oh, it's so good, man. Like the remaster, the remasters is only 20 bucks for PS4. Ooh. And it's like, it's like, uh, what is it like? It's kind of like, I, I don't want to say it's like Fire Emblem. It's kind of like Fire Emblem, but like from like a third person's per- perspective. And you're kind of like. Is it more like Advanced Wars almost? No, no, it's not like Advanced Wars. Uh, well, hmm. I, I, guess I, mean, I mean, as I mean, as in the setting, because uh, I've seen some video of it, but um, with some gameplay, but I just haven't picked it up or anything to play it. Yeah. And um, I also wonder if this is one of the games that was planned when uh, Nintendo had their uh, viewing in January earlier this year. Yeah. And Sega said we have some games coming to Nintendo Switch in the future. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's like 
Valkyria Chronicles is like you move like it's kind of like it's like a turn-based strategy game but you enter third person mode to move your units around and codename like, steam almost yeah i would say it's a lot like codename steam but like better <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. like you move your units across the battlefield and then you can zoom up over the battlefield and see where uh-huh. the units are and then you use your uh yeah like the characters are kind of like codename steam where like you know, you can get up real close, and uh, like your your probability of hitting them is is better the closer you are. And like, you know, you you have you have to use your tactics. Like, you have a sniper, and and you know, you can get your bigger units like tanks and stuff. It's really good. I I cannot like if you own a PS4 or even a PS3 or or something along those lines. Like Valkyria Chronicles is great. Even a PC. Like I think this game is on PC also now. So. Uh, check it out. I, I am excited to have this on Switch though, because it is totally, it's totally a game I want to play in a handheld mode. So, it is is one of the games on the go. Yeah. Like it, I think it's, I I kind of see it as a PC game, but for console. Um, you know. Yeah. I mean, PC, PC, PC as in people who do a lot of PC gaming, like League of Legends and stuff like that. I don't put it in that kind of realm, but that feeling of taking something big, big like that on the go. You know, I, I, to me personally, it'll be a game that, yeah, I, I can play it on TV, but I really want to play this while I'm out or if I'm waiting for something. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that game is coming. It's, it's, I man, I'm excited. Uh, speaking of speaking of uh, RPGs, Pokemon <sighs> Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon are getting PokeBank support later this month. Uh, relatively faster than the last few uh, games. Uh, usually, it's like a two or three month wait just because they don't want you to. They want you to actually sit there and play the game, you know. And, and yeah. And uh, but I, I could fully admit I've never used a PokeBank. I never have I've... either. I think it costs money. Like I, I think it's costs like ten bucks a year to keep your Pokemon stored in there, or something. Yeah, I, like it's weird. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, people who are really into Pokemon, like, it's good for them, and you can tra- keep yeah. keep your like Pokemon coming forward with you. Like, I think that aspect is cool, but like. I haven't been into a Pokemon game since this PokeBank was implemented, and like, I don't really plan to start now, you know. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I think that since this is kind of like a half sequel, half like kind of like Pokemon Sun 1.5 <laughs> type thing. Yeah, maybe that just it's just like okay, you can just you know, it's it's the last 3DS one. They want to get the most out of it, you know. They want to get people buying this game because. Uh, you know, it's not really like a full generation jump. So, uh, you know, I, and, and, you know, I think people, they want people to up, upload their Pokemon because, you know, the switch version is coming and maybe you'll be able to transfer those over. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yes. Ed and I aren't like huge Pokemon players. So, I mean, I, I love Pokemon. I, I play, I don't go fully wild about it, but like the Pokebank, I just, I just, I guess I don't have no need for it. Yeah. 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 I hear you. 
Ed, no. this next story is going to excite you. I know what you're going to do. You're going to get your little high-pitched laugh, and you're going to do <laughs> these things. There it is. There it is. Uh, Hideki Kamiya wants to make a true Okami sequel, Beautiful <laughs> Joe remake, yes! and more. Uh, in the latest issue of Dengeki PlayStation, Platinum Games designer and director Hideki Kamiya spoke about the sorts of projects he'd be interested in working on in the future. Kamiya cited a true Okami sequel and a Beautiful Joe remake just as a couple things he'd love to pursue. Uh, Kamiya said, I want to work on a Devil May Cry and Beautiful Joe remake or a true sequel to Okami. A cooperation with Don... Uh, cooper- oh, that doesn't sound right. Maybe that's a translation thing. Uh, a cooperation with Dante from Devil May Cry and Bayonetta might also be fun. Dear Capcom, if it's okay with someone like me, if it's if it's okay with someone like me, I will help anytime. Best regards, everyone. Bow down your heads together with me. Uh, so, so I mean, some of that's kind of lost in translation, I think. But uh, mm-hmm. basically, he's like. Oh, oh, I mean, Beautiful Best Joe and Okami were kind of his babies anyway from when he was with, uh, what, Clover at the time? Clover, yeah. So. And I think and I think if if this sounds like an apology to Capcom and Capcom takes it and they decide to work together, like, I think Capcom would be back in the black. I think, I think right now Capcom needs Kamiya more than Kamiya needs Capcom because, yeah. like, Platinum... Platinum has their own little niche, you know, Nier did really well for them uh, this year, uh, Bayonetta, and, and, you know, they've had their, like, quote-unquote bad games recently that's, that have made them money, though, like TMNT and Transformers, like, those games weren't amazing, but they, they made them money, they had their licensing deals, and kept their doors open, and they've pursued other projects, you know, there's another Nier already in the works, uh, so, you know, I would love to see Okami specifically. Like, still boggles my mind that Capcom isn't putting that game on Switch, but uh, the first one, the HD remake. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But you know, I'd love to see another Bayonetta, and like we've all we've already talked about <laughs> what if DMC yes. crossover with Bayonetta at some point on this show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, both franchises I wish would be on Switch as well, but. Uh, you know, if anyone's gonna do a Devil May Cry game that's not called Ninja Theory, I would I would totally trust uh, Kamiya to do it. So uh, that's exciting news, though. Like, it's always cool to see developers open up about projects they want to work on, and you know, if it will actually happen. And now that it's like kind of out and out in the wild, you know, it it could it could be seen as something. You know, maybe in the next year or so, like. Capcom goes and says, "Hey, Okami HD did well. We need a sequel." If, if Capcom is welcome to it, and uh, like Platinum, Sega, Capcom, and Nintendo, all four of them come together to make that happen, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Our last bit of news here. Uh, actually, do you want to get to your last bit of news? I have actually one story that just came up. Uh, spill it. Uh, Time Magazine has announced that the Nintendo Switch is 2017's gadget 
of the year. In Time's Top 10 list of gadgets released in 2017, the Nintendo Switch has taken the number one spot, beating out the iPhone X and the Microsoft Surface Laptop. The list has been a fixture of Time's end-of-the-year roundups, looking back and compiling, compiling the top people and things from the year. This year, the Switch topped the list, with iPhone X, Samsung Galaxy S8, and Xbox One X all below it on the list. For about as long as game consoles have existed, players have had to choose between gaming in front of a TV or holding a tiny screen in their hands while outing about list author Lisa E. DiGazio wrote, not so with the Nintendo Switch, the first console that's truly designed for both at home and on the go entertainment. The article praises the Switch emphasis on playing anything, anywhere, and games like The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and Super Mario Odyssey bolstering its library. This is the second year in a row that Nintendo has captured the top spot, with last year's NES Classic winning. This year, the SNES Classic also ranked but at number six. Yeah, I, I mean... Not surprising. It's taken over. It's taken over the world. Like the the excitement around this thing. Like so, at, when I was at work today, some like uh, one of the moms that works there like <laughs> bought a Nintendo Switch and is like, yeah, I saw it on the shelf and I guess I should buy it since everyone's talking about it. I just need to know what games I should buy for my kids. I'm like, nice. Which is funny that she, which is funny that she mentioned that. Um, had a customer last week, uh, talking about like looking at the switch and actually told us about told him about our podcast. And I was just like, we have a, I have a show called Nintendo Plotbox that I do with my friend, and we're like on NGR Radio on YouTube and wrote every all the information down. Like we break down the switch, we talk, we recommend games and everything. So hopefully he's checking it out still and he enjoys it. Nice. So shout out to you, mystery customer. Nice. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, like, the this, this Switch is, is such an amazing console. Like, I just, I love it so much. I want, like, it's the only get, it's the only system currently that, like, I have to keep up and play everything on, you know? Like, the other systems, like, I can't tell you how many games I skipped this year on, on everything else. Like, it's it's not because, like, money or time or anything. It's just because, like, I would rather be playing some of these games on Switch, you know? Like, I would rather just... Mm-hmm. I would rather be playing Zelda. I would rather be playing Splatoon. Mario Rabbids was an amazing surprise, you know? Like, I would rather be playing those games instead of, like, the 5,000th Call of Duty game or, or, you know, the Battlefront debacle or, you know, anything else. So, like, the one game I missed this year that I really wish I, I want to play now is Injustice. And, like, I really wanted to play it earlier, but, I mean... Check out last week's excitement on Arsenal. He <laughs> yes. TMNT. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, okay. The last bit of news here: an arms update adds Splatfest style public events and a new character. Uh, Masango uh, is the new character. He is kind of like a hawaiian slash native american style character like the trailer shows him with some totem poles and in a jungle and he looks he looks really cool uh he he looks like to be a uh a smaller kind of faster character uh-huh. uh he's got he's got cool rush moves and uh you know you you're forced to play this character on the fly because uh 
there's there's some there's some masks that he can have and like they change color and blue like the blue masks increase movement and and red increases damage and yellow enhances his his uh speed abilities so like you know you you kind of have to change your masks and it, and it and it forces the other players to to adjust on the fly you know like it's kind of a cool mechanic that's not really implemented on any other character like you change masks and then the other player has to change like change their tactics because like you know if you're increasing damage they've got to they've got to like block more and and dodge mm-hmm. more or like you know if you're moving fast you got to be able to like follow the, follow him on the screen and it's cool it's cool uh i it's it's something i'm quite surprised they implemented into a new character yeah that's good. It, it it reminds me of Jen from Street Fighter Alpha that he changes his styles uh, when you fight him, and you kind of got to be quick on your mind on like, okay, what style he's fighting? How do I how do I put a strategy up against that? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It's arms is so good. I, it's just arms. Arms uh, is I, the is so criminally under. I mean, like it's still sold over a million units. Like it's not like it's yes. sold bad. It was just like. It's it's just it's the only game that like I feel like people aren't talking about like people are still talking about Splatoon and Mario Rabbids and Fire Emblem because they all have like Splatfests and DLCs coming soon and like you know extra content and costumes and stuff coming to Fire Emblem and stuff and it's just like Arms is still getting new characters like every six weeks and and you know they just added new modes out of the out of the out of the blue and um, I. N- and I know the discussion for a fighting game would be Arms versus Injustice Two, and I really think Arms is is the better one of Injustice Two. Yeah, it got Ninja Turtles, but I'm just like, yeah, but you gotta pay for that. Where Nintendo's dropping free content and got new characters, and don't forget, people thought Arms was a joke when they showed it in January. People didn't yeah. care for it. They picked it up, played the demo, fell in love with it. The game came out and it sold very well. Yeah. And was still selling. Where I think Injustice 2, it it did what it had to do. And now, like, there's really no talk about it besides the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Uh also also in this uh 4.0 update is adding the first uh in-game event called Party Crash. Uh it's pretty similar to Splatoon Splatfest where they kind of, but the, instead of like, you know, ketchup versus mayonnaise or werewolves or vampires, they're doing uh, characters. Uh, so mm-hmm. this first event is spring man versus ribbon girl. And anybody who uses either spring man or ribbon girl uh, will boost their points by uh, 150%. So uh, the points you, you get for, uh, unlocking new arms uh, increases so you'll have a faster chance of unlocking with those characters uh there's also a schedule for uh sessions for players to boost uh totals by up to three uh up to 300 percent yes uh, so and then uh you know you get stuff for for whichever character the community rallies behind whichever one wins type thing so yeah i'm excited man i'm excited this is this might get me back into arms because there's a there's a couple more arms i need to get with ribbon girl yes to, to have them all and like i know larry post or uh, tagged me in a post in the nvc facebook group about people who like 
there was an arms thread and people were like finally unlocked all the arms for uh this character and this character and then you know it was cool i, I like it i like seeing stuff about arms yeah and i'm really glad it's ribbon girl versus <laughs> because like ribbon girl's my girl she's my girl man i need that's all your, those i need all those arms you need your, that's your own girl I need them. Oh, and also, everybody, uh, congratulations to whoever downloaded Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. It comes out today. As you guys watch this recording, and on Tuesday, the game is out. So hopefully, everybody is having fun. Hopefully, is it out? Problems. Um, at the time of this recording, it's not. But when people see the video, it will be out. Oh, November I'm excited, 20th. Ed. I just picked up my phone to try to download it. Thanks, Ed. Jerk. A jerk. Such a jerk. Yeah, so hopefully uh I don't know if it's gonna if it's gonna cost anything. It might be free. Um hopefully it don't crash any servers or anything like that. And I really do hope that people enjoy it. So congratulations to all those who have the game. I personally am not going to get the game. Uh the, the Nintendo mobile games are kind of not for me because I love the better experience on console and handheld. I love Animal Crossing. You're missing out um, on Fire I'm, Emblem Heroes, man. I know, but I'm just like, I got, I'm like, I have Fire Emblem Warriors, and I'm getting a Fire Emblem on Switch. It's true. And 3DS, like. That's true, but it's still Fire so, Emblem. I know, I know. So, so, so yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so we're going to move into question block. We have uh, one, one email that we're going to gonna answer there's there's a few questions from this email uh you know we we encourage you to email the show at nintendo pal block at gmail.com uh for yes. your questions and stuff uh greg Schne- schnabel from uh our community has emailed us uh he found us through the fathers of the grind podcast uh hi he greg fa- he found us through he found ngr through them and then started listening to our shows he says he's uh he's really enjoying us uh the last couple weeks so uh thanks thanks for emailing us and thanks for hopefully enjoying this show and i hope that this show is not i hope it doesn't come off that we're too tired (laughs) i mean it's just been man it's been a what a day what a day man uh but he he emailed us he said he has a couple questions uh he says sorry if we covered it on an early episode it's okay we cover everything on every episode so it's okay yeah. uh how did you guys meet uh how did we meet we met in uh it- we we met on uh the nintendo voice chat and Corey was posting like on submission sundays uh about uh dna so I started listening to DNA. I, uh, you know, like this page and start following him. And I think we, uh, I think we just got into a conversation online, and we just had, you know, I posted a podcast, and you know, I was like watching their stuff, supporting him, uh, making comments and stuff, and we just ended up. Uh, I think. I don't know if we were both on a podcast or anything, but I know we started talking through Facebook. And when think, it came, to- I think the original thing was like I wanted you to be a guest on NGR at some point, and then we started talking a lot about Nintendo stuff. 
And then, you know, I found out that you were on World 1-1 with Larry, and then you were doing Optional Opinion, and then... Yeah, but you was doing DNA. Yeah. When we was, yeah. Yeah, but we... remember, Power Block started as a DNA show. Right. And then, like, on the old DNA network stuff, like, Power Block was, like, this little, like, 10-minute YouTube video thing that, like, I was kind of into, but the people I was doing it with weren't really into it, and it was more like just kind of like this weird thing. And I wanted to really talk about Nintendo stuff, and and you know, Ed is obviously Nintendo super fan numero uno, and like we just started talking about Nintendo, and then we stopped Power Block at DNA for a little while, and then I wanted to bring it back, where like you know, NGR had started being popular because like ngr started as the community show for that network yes. and then uh pow block was the nintendo show for that network and then we kind of spun it off when dna was kind of like ramping down production on a lot of this stuff and then we kind of just spun ngr out and i took pow block with me <laughs> so uh and then we've been we've been talking nintendo ever since yeah yeah i think and other games i think I think we've we've been doing Pow Blocks for a year. A year, I yeah. think. So because we because st- it was when it was still DNA and you wasn't doing it with your other friends. We started out with me, you, and Adrian Nieto. Right. And then it changed to just me. Uh, at one point, I had to miss it because it was in the holidays, and of course, I had work. So you and Adrian record, and then. Me and you record like we have a history on YouTube that you could find on yeah. how it all came together and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, and we... then there's like there's like an eight week period where like we didn't record a show because of like I was still trying to figure out if DNA was gonna keep going, and then it just it it then we spun out NGR and we were focused on that for a minute, and then now it's like it's just like. Whoop, whoop, whoop. now we're going back out we got all the shows now and it's it's been really fun it's fun to watch it grow and, and stuff i'm and i'm glad we get to, i'm glad we get to do the show like once or twice a week most of the time we we try our best to do twice a week yeah uh are we doing another show this week by the way because um of the holiday? it is thanksgiving um we can. Uh, it just depends on what time you want to do it maybe, Thursday. Maybe. Well, we can do it Wednesday night, maybe. Um, we'll see. We'll talk about it. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll discuss it. Uh, second question he asked: What was what was your first Nintendo experience? Uh, his was, uh, probably like uh, most of a certain age group, uh, Super Mario Brothers. Um. Well, my first Nintendo experience was, uh, let's see, Donkey Kong on Atari, I think, was like my very first Nintendo experience. And mm-hmm. then uh, my grandma bought me a Game Boy when I was three, and I started playing boxing and Tetris. So, like, those were the first two, like, re- quote-unquote real Nintendo games. Because, like, anything before the NES, I don't know if I really consider, like, real a real nintendo experience except for like you know donkey kong is obviously a real nintendo game i get it i know that but like you know nes on is like the real 
uh in there on nintendo experiences so like game boy mm-hmm. was tetris and boxing and then a couple months later i remember getting super mario land and teenage mutant ninja turtles uh fall of the foot clan yeah that was the first game boy game so like yes yeah i love that game so good oh no no it's not it's terrible but like it's still fun it's amazing because like you could jump straight to the last level and beat the game (laughs) yeah like who does this like who who would do that so like i i don't i would play like the first and second level because i would beat the first level and get to the second level but i was really bad at that game so Mm -hmm. i'd never make it so like i was like huh I could jump to the last level and just play it. So I would always play the last level, like the last probably year I played that game. I was like, I'm going to play the last level. Yeah. Uh, my first Nintendo experience was Mario Brothers on the Atari 2600. So uh, it was that single screen uh, kind of game. Um, and if you play versus Mario, it's that kind of style of game. Um, so I played that. Um, my my cousin at my grandma's house had a Nintendo, so I played Super Mario Brothers, Contra, Double Dragon, Double Dribble. I played all of that stuff, and when I got my own Nintendo, um, because I played and beat Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt so much, um, my uh, Nintendo experience was Pac-Man by Namco. Um, and then, you know, with my other cousin, I played Ibuki Warriors, um, and like at home, a little bit later, I started playing like Ninja Gaiden and Breath, like Breath of the Wild, <laughs> The Legend of Zelda, and Zelda Two and Mega Man Two. Um, my my brother's friend had Mega Man, so I beat it at his house with that for that game. Um, but yeah, I, my first experience was um, Mario Brothers on Atari Twenty Six Hundred and the Mario uh, and the Play Ten at the arcades. Um, uh, and the last time I played an actual Nintendo game in an arcade, um, you can consider Killer Instinct if you want to consider that, but like a Nintendo Nintendo game, last one I played was Super Mario Brothers 3. That was on a timer. Nice. Uh, and like my my grandma had an NES over at her house, and like my cousin uh, used to live over there, so like I would go over there to see him, and he would have the NES in there, and he had like Double Dragon and uh, Ninja Turtles, the mm-hmm. arcade game, and uh, Mega Man. And he had, it was my first experience with like a, a Mario game and Mario 2. And like, I mean, he had all of them, but like, we always end up playing Mario 2 for some reason. And like, yeah. Uh, you know, we would play all these awesome games. And I was like, I really want one. And then <laughs> like, he, when he got a Sega Genesis, he gave me his Nintendo. And then when he got a Super Nintendo, he gave me his Genesis. And it was like, like, I always played like all his hand-me-down stuff, but like, uh, you know, NES was, was awesome. I remember like, man, the first time I played Mario three was amazing. And, uh, the first time I realized what the legend of Zelda was and like, mm-hmm. not even knowing that dungeons were a thing, I would just like walk around this world and, and slice these like little octorock guys and and stuff and and you know realizing that like oh if i have my full health like i can throw my sword and stuff like that is is awesome yeah i when it came to the legend of zelda i beat that game like on my own uh because like the konami code learning that i learned that from my cousin um the double dragon heart trick i learned that from my cousin 
you know, I, I there was other stuff by watching I picked up and learned. Um, even with like Mega Man, the boss, you know, doing all the bosses in their particular order, I actually learned from my cousin. So by just watching. Yeah. Uh, and then I got better than them, and look where I'm at now. <laughs> Uh, our, the last question he sends in uh, is actually going to be our topic of the show. Uh, I don't know how long we're going to spend on it. We have been we've been going for an hour already, but like, I think this is a really good discussion that we should have. And I've actually thought about this for a, a long time since like, you know, the Wii U came out. I've been thinking about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he says, "Do y'all think Nintendo will ever implement a trophy or achievement system? If so, what do you think it would be like?" Um. I don't know if Nintendo ever will. I think, you know, I think there's fun ways they could do it. Like, I thought the sticker books in uh, Mario 3D World and Mario Kart and, you know, some of the other games, I thought that that was an awesome way to do it. was like, oh, you did this, so you get a sticker book. And Mario Odyssey kind of has that a little bit uh, where, like, at at the end there's, like, a, a... I don't want to spoil anything, but there's a part that has like all these things where like, you know, if you get a certain amount of moons, you get a a stamp in this uh, list of things, you know, and it's kind of cool. But like the sticker book in Super Mario 3D World was awesome. And I Mm -hmm. would really like to see that come back. And if they would ever do like a like a platinum trophy style thing where like you get one big thing for doing all the things like, you know, maybe that'd be like the goat star. Yeah, or like, you know, maybe the color of the page would change behind the stickers and be like, you've completed the sticker. You've completed this page of the sticker book, you know? And it'd be, I don't know. I think it would be cool. I think a sticker um, book implement. Like, I always liked that idea of the sticker book for Nintendo. Um, I don't think Nintendo's going to implement one, and I don't think they, they need to or have to because there's a lot of people who feel like when they get a game their goal is to get that achievement, to get that trophy and stuff. And when that becomes the main purpose over having fun and enjoying the experience, it becomes to me a little bit problematic. And I know there's some people who might disagree with that, but there's there's no reward for having an achievement or a trophy like it's mostly for bragging rights and it's cool if you're a person who would like to do that to show off but i'd rather have a in-depth discussion on what we're playing and what we're experiencing than saying that oh i did this thing 50 times to get this trophy and that be the end of the conversation yeah you know, and I think Nintendo wants people to focus more on the fun. And what is the fun in getting that achievement or getting that trophy? You know, it's it, it, Nintendo wants you to put your skills and help evolve your skills in a game, then using those skills just to get a trophy, just to brag, or getting that mushroom or one up or whatever. Uh, with that if you really want the uh i think the better achievement is 
is of course people might hate this answer is like my Nintendo like getting points for the games that you buy doing the surveys and stuff and regardless if you like the service or not uh, or even club Nintendo when they have it you know you reward you were rewarded for that purchase and I think that's a bigger achievement of getting some free merchandise for just showing that you support this game now you can trade it in after you get your points and you get done with the game that's fine but at least they reward you with something yes Corey you froze oh I'm sorry you froze I thought like (laughs) oh I'm sorry I'm sorry so it's probably on audio they'll hear that yeah probably Uh, I don't know I just like you just froze for like this happened on World One One the other day, where like my internet went out for like five seconds, and like everybody just froze. I was like, "Oh no!" I was like, "Hello, hello." Yeah. Okay. So yeah, I I think they're going just they won't have one in there now. They could put one in there just for that particular game. That's mm-hmm. cool for doing it for once a one or once or twice. Or if a third party or indie wants to put it in for their own game, that's cool. I think that's a great reward. Um, but having it for like a universal system, no, Nintendo's not focusing on that. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I mean, I think it would be cool to have one, but like. At the same time, it's like it it's not going to hinder or improve my enjoyment of Nintendo games. You know, like I just Zelda for me was like, dude, I did everything in Zelda. I've played through it. I went to all the locations. I found all the costumes except for the Amiibo ones. Jeez, I, I, I want those Amiibo really bad. But like I... It didn't like it didn't need an achievement system because like it had your side quest list, you know, there's the shrines, like doing all that stuff was enough, you know, and it was just like it was cool. Like if there would have been like an achievement system and like I mean I guess I got an a gold trophy, the poop trophy for finding all the <laughs> Korok <laughs> seeds, but like you know, I just like I don't I don't think Nintendo needs one. I think if they did do one, there'd be cool ways and they would do a cool Nintendo spin on it. But at the same time, it's like Nintendo is so uh, particular in how they like spend their development time and like how they develop their games, which is like, you know, why so many games I feel like cost so much money these days where like they have to have an engineering team to make sure the trophies are implemented correctly and show up on PlayStation network as well as in the game. And then, you have to have like, I mean, like voice acting is also another thing, right? Where like, yeah, I mean, it's it's a separate thing, but it's similar. And I'll come back around to the trophy thing. So stick with me here. Like, games spend so much money on actors and and you know mocap and all these other things. Where like, Nintendo doesn't really spend the money on that stuff. You know, like once in a while they might, you know, maybe Metroid Prime Four will have that stuff, but like, they have like. Charles Martinet, right? Like how, like he does voices for almost all the characters, right? And then they have the other characters where like they don't really talk; they just, you know, make noises and stuff. And like Zelda was really the first time where they had voice acting in a game, and it was just like there wasn't that much, but like it was really kind of like a step forward for Nintendo, even though like yes, you know, it 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 
Zelda didn't really need voice acting. It it did improve the experience for me. Like I thought it gave those characters personality and stuff. And I thought a lot of people had issues with Zelda's voice. And I was just like, I thought it really fit. I thought it was good. Like I liked Zelda's voice acting. Yes. You know? And like the rest of the game was just like, okay. But they didn't spend like a mil, like a, a couple million dollars of their budget hiring actors for their for their stuff you know they didn't hire right. stunt coordinators and because like you look at something like uncharted or the last of us you have to hire the actors to play the characters and then like Nolan north and troy baker are not cheap voice actors right but then right you hire those actors and then you have to hire stunt actors for those actors and it becomes almost like a mini hollywood budget where like you have to hire stunt coordinators for the fight scenes you have to like you have to hire stunt coordinators and stuntmen for, uh, you know, cliff jumping and, and rolling and all these other moves the, that, you know, the actors may not do themselves. And it's just like, that's where, like, all these companies are spending their money and stuff. And it's like, look, do we really need all that stuff? And it comes back to, like, trophies and stuff on the back end where, like, they have these teams specifically – uh, to implement the trophies and the engineering side to make sure they show up on PlayStation Network or Xbox Live. And then, you know, you have to make sure it runs on multiple consoles and you have to make sure it does all these things. And it's like Nintendo is still simple and fun. And like, you know, some of these things get a little complicated, but not too complicated to the point where it blows out their budget. And it's just like, they rather spend the money on giving you better quality, tweaking stuff, fixing things. You know, they rather put that money in research and development on on gameplay engines, on things that work and ideas. Like they they're trying to make a video game. They're not trying to make a cinematic experience that you'll watch or you'll skip. You mm-hmm. know, they want to make something that you're going to enjoy. You know. Yeah. That's where that money is gonna go. Why you why why do you think games like from Nintendo, um, th- all that money that goes into it and it, it sells well, or if, even if it doesn't sell well, there's still a good enjoyment. And then you see fifteen thousand copies of Uncharted Four at GameStop. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know? like I think Uncharted is like eight bucks right now, and that game just came out last year. Where like you look at the Wii U games that are sitting on the shelves that are still like 30, 40 and 50 bucks used like that are like launch games. Like new super Mario brothers. U is still like 40 bucks there, you know? And it's like, right. And, and, and it's not, I'm not saying that like uncharted is a bad game or anything, but like Nintendo games hold their value because I think a lot of people still have that collector's mentality when it comes to Nintendo games and people still have that, uh, nostalgia factor when it comes to Nintendo games where like right. you know Uncharted is a great game but like a all lot that, of these all that uh, money that went into that stunt coordination and voice acting it's just it went the waste because mm-hmm. people people don't even own the game yeah and it's like you could either buy Uncharted 4 for thirty nine ninety nine on the PlayStation Network or you can go to GameStop and buy it used for $8 and then you know Sony and Naughty Dog don't see any of that money and it's like you know, I know we're moving into a digital future and like, you know, a lot of ga- games are going to be digital and Nintendo seeing their highest digital sales ever. And uh, Ubisoft, was it Ubisoft? Somebody, somebody just reported like 
it was the first time that their uh, digital no, it was uh, Take Two and Two K, mm-hmm. where like their digital revenue outpaced their physical revenue for the first time ever this year. And like, I know a lot of that has to do with like NBA Two K's virtual currency and and yeah. you know Rockstar's virtual whatever they're using for GTA, but like. You know, that's, I mean, that's not something to like ignore. And it's just like, look, I go to the store, I can still buy a Nintendo cartridge. I can put it in my switch. There's no installing. There's no like load times or wait times. Like, you know, there might be a little patch to fix something, but it's nothing like I have to, like the other day when I said I was installing the, uh, horizon DLC, it was, I, I had to wait like 45 minutes for it to install and i was like well i'm just gonna go over here and play my switch and like i never got around to playing it because it took so long to install and it's like right and if if i feel like if nintendo did put in like put in that achievement system it doesn't devalue the game or anything but for those people who want achievements and stuff like is that a 60 dollar rental for you now like, do you buy the game just to get the achievements? Do everything that that game has to offer to get it and then get rid of it? Because you just want your gamma score or your Nintendo points or whatever to, like, to have a high number? Like, is that really important? You know, for me, it's not. So I think that's why Nintendo doesn't want to implement implement that because yeah it would guarantee better more sales but sales don't matter if people are just buying it for that only reason and then you, GameStop is getting flooded with returns for a game that just came out because people got all the achievements and stuff. Yeah, yeah, and like you know, and I'm not trying to take away anything that like xbox or playstation or like the third parties are doing for those consoles because like we get like look at horizon for example that's that's an amazing game with a lot of effort and a lot of time and a lot of coordination and acting and and stuff behind it uh you know but at the same time it's like i i have the same appreciation for zelda because of the art direction and the simplicity of it you know it's 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 different games for different audiences i get it but you know, I, I think Nintendo likes to stick to to being as simple as it possibly can, and uh, you know that helps them keep their costs down and their profits high. And you know that's one way to look at it. And then, I mean, you have people like EA who like try to make you buy everything after you pay sixty, eighty, hundred dollars already. So, uh, sorry, yeah, we talked about enough that- EA on all their shows. I'm sorry. Yes, we've talked about EA so much in the last like three months that every time I hear Star Wars or EA, I just want to be like, my eyes roll so hard that they're going to fall out of my head. And, you know, it's just like, Oh, I'm so tired of it. But, uh, yes, but yeah, you know, if Nintendo implements one cool, if not, it's, it's not a make or break for me ever. You know, it's, we grew up, we played without an achievement system for what? 23, 25, almost 30 years, like 30 years. Yeah. And Greg, make your own goals in a game for Nintendo, and that's try to achieve a, that's those. A lot of work. That's a lot of work. Guys. I mean, I mean, really, um, you and your friends could challenge each other, and 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 group up and use those kind of achievements to show that and show to show off your skill. You know, you can always make up with your own achievements for Nintendo games. 
Like, really, I want I want to see some American start off Fire Emblem on hard, where there's permadeath. Get through the first stage and let that be your chief chief. Play play a game that's not in your wheelhouse in your drama of games that you like to play, and achieve of beating that without no strategy guide, without no help for friends, without no video or anything. Achieve that. That might help. That might be your that might be your biggest achievement it's to say that I did this game for a genre that I don't touch at all, but I'm so happy that I was able to achieve it. Uh, well, that was a good discussion. That was a, yes, that was a good discussion. I'm, I'm happy with it. Uh, yes. Remember, you can email us at nintendopowblock at gmail dot com or join the discussion on the NGR Radio Facebook group or the uh, Nintendo Power Block Facebook group. Uh, you can leave your comments there. Uh, I think we're gonna have another giant question block show soon so yes uh we're gonna do a question block segment soon we're gonna do a xenoblade segment soon and we're gonna do the holiday buyer's guide episode so i'm yes. pretty excited we've got a lot planned for this uh and we're gonna try to get another arsenal block so guys yeah. hopefully we get that yeah so uh anyways you can you can find nintendo power block on your favorite podcast service of choice remember to look for uh expansion pass from arsenal x on youtube remember to look for uh what do we decide to call power blocks uh, uh we're still working on the name for right Powerblocks. right we're still working on stuff for that but like you know look look forward to our youtube segments uh exclusive to youtube they're not going to be in any audio form so uh subscribe to our youtube page if you want to watch those keep up to date with those uh you know maybe the buyer's guide episode will be one of those uh so yes uh you know, like, subscribe, share, do all that good stuff. Rate us, comment, uh, all that. Um, let's see what else. There's something else I needed to plug, but I don't remember. Uh, oh, happy Thanksgiving. That's, yes, that's this week. To our American listeners, uh, everybody else. Well, uh, Can I say something real quick, Kurt? Please. No. 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 What? Um, everybody. Um, Thursday. If whether you go on Black Friday shopping or not, um, uh, pick up three, play three, three games, and um, maybe there are three games that's in your backlog. Let it be your um Thanksgiving throwdown. Um, and you know, come on, Nintendo Pop Block on our Facebook page or Arsenal X or PlayStation. Uh. Or even Nurse Gone Road. Like, let us know what three games that you guys are choosing and that you're playing. Um, simple, just play two hours of that game and move on. Whether you beat it or whether you get far in progress, um, you know, maybe do that uh, for Thanksgiving. Um, and I normally do that uh, every year. Um, I put, pick up some of my backlog games that I haven't that I brought but I haven't touched, and I play two hours of them. So yeah. Uh, let's see. There's something else. Um, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try for not only just NGR radio, but for, you know, Arsenal X and power block, the next episode we do, I'm going to try to play at least one game on each of the systems and try like, cause like I'm off Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm, I'm going to have a little bit of time to game this weekend. So I'm pretty excited. Uh, I'm supposed to hook up with Larry at some point. Uh, man this weekend really got super busy real fast so hopefully, <laughs> yeah 
I mean, hopefully I can. I, 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 I need to figure that out. Uh, where they're going is kind of farther than I thought they were going uh, to. So, but I'm going to try to make it work. We're going to try to make it work. Um, yes. But anyways, Ed, where can we find you? You guys can find me on Twitter at that retro and you can check up optional opinion on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, and other podcast apps. Um, had a dis- discussion about depression and if video games can help it. Uh, so do check that a good that one out. Very good episode. Yeah. Um, you can find me at Corey HD on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. You can find me on NGR Radio proper and a slew of the family. Uh. What do you call them? Shows. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, my head. And I will, <laughs> and I will have my friend code for uh, my two DS up in a few. Uh, you guys will never frame me on two DS, and I have a three DS one, but uh, because the two DS is new, um, I got to put up my new code for that, yes. and I'll still put up my Switch one also. Yeah, I need to start putting our friend codes in the in the descriptions of the episodes. So, Ed, you need to send me your codes for your 2DS and Switch so like I can yes. I can put the friend codes in the show notes just so like if we forget to like promote it or anything like people can just, you know, do that stuff. So, uh Yes. Yeah, uh download Nintendo Power Block every Tuesday and Friday. Uh check out our other family of shows uh then uh Nerds Gone Platinum, which is our PlayStation show. Arsenal X, our Xbox show, World 1-1, Nerds Gone Rogue, and all that good stuff. Man, wow, tired. Okay, (laughs) thank you so much for watching, and until next time, happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Woo-hoo!